A well-known audio brand wants to take you for a ride. That's our text to nation. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us from Blaupunkt Americas is President and CEO Brian Tedesco. Hi, Brian. Fred, how are you? Hello to your audience. Well, Blaupunkt is a brand name that goes back many decades, uh, best known for audio products. Tell us a bit more about the history of this company. So Fred, Blaupunkt's history goes back many, many years. We started as the very first manufacturer developer of the car audio back in 1923. Uh, you may remember, Fred, uh, in the 70s and 80s, we had a very strong presence in the OEM or the tier one industry with BMW, with Porsche, uh, Audi, uh, Volkswagen, for example. And we continued that legacy um, for many, many years. And uh, now we are looking to expand our development, our technology in uh, e-bikes and e-mobility. Well, tell us about that now. I mean, the, the company is still in the car audio business. But what you focused on, I think, are, are foldable electric bicycles. So tell me about this. With us, Fred, we've always um, tried to be an innovator. Uh, Blaupunk has, and throughout the years of developing products in our German laboratories, um, has always looked to try to have a niche in any of our products. So you mentioned fold the foldable bikes that we're developing, Fred. Our focus or idea was to be best in class in something that is portable, something that's affordable, and something that is durable so that when you purchase a Blaupunk e-bike, you're buying something that's going to last, like our car, our car audio uh, technology. When you bought a Blaupunk car radio or you bought a Blaupunk car multimedia system, that is a radio that usually outlasted the vehicle. So the same concept with our e-mobility products particularly our e-bike product, our foldable e-bike product, is that we have a class two, foldable, portable, durable bike. And the three of these combinations, meaning the strategy is around those three words. If it's not affordable and it's not portable, and of course has, doesn't have the quality of durability, Blaupunk won't produce that class two bike. So the terms best in class and affordable often don't uh, fit in the jigsaw puzzle together very well. So That's how right. are you gonna do this? And the most exciting part of that three-year mission is that we solved that jigsaw puzzle, Fred. And the mission for us has always been around having a best-in-class bike that the average consumer, guys like you and I that don't wanna spend six, seven, $8,000 for a e-bike, a portable e-bike, a commuter e-bike, with us, you can spend less than $2,000, Fred, and that $2,000 will get you a best-in-class Blaupunk developed, manufactured product with warranty, uh, best-in-class components like Shimano, uh, LG, lithium batteries, and uh, these are this is part of that value proposition. So that goes to the affordability. On the dealer side, who is our focus, the IBDs, Fred, we're looking to give those IBDs the profit and the margin allowing them to get excited about bringing Blaupunk brand into their shops. And in most cases, it's keystone pricing for these IBDs, which is, again, goes back to that affordability, not just for the consumer, but also the Blaupunk stakeholders, meaning the IBDs. And those are independent bike dealers for, for the non-insiders here. So tell us about the, the 
the tech specs here. What should people, enthusiasts, know about these bikes? At the end of the day, uh, Fred, in terms of the spec of the bike, and I'll talk about the frame at the end of this, but the specs are enthusiasts who understand and know components will appreciate the fact that we're working with um, component suppliers that are uh, of high quality and with regard to that price point. For example, our Shimano derailleur, our, our, our brake systems, our hydraulic brake, our mechanical brakes, all come from Shimano. Um, our engines, our brushless engines, um, the batteries of lithium 36 volt batteries come from LG and or Samsung. And we have done something unique talking specifically around our frames, Fred. We've done something unique that not a lot of companies are doing is our frames are completely 100% magnesium die cast. You're not going to see on this frame any weld joints, any soldering points. Everything we do is in a one-piece mold into our die cast molds that are developed by us uh, with a magnesium aluminum um, mixture. And it creates a very aesthetically pleasing frame. I'm not sure, Fred. I think we, when you were out visiting us, I think you saw that frame out of the at the Big Year Show, and that has been something that people have been coming up to us and really giving a second look to how Blaupunk is able to do something that our competition isn't doing. And to be honest with you, it's not something we even thought. You know, there wasn't even a a, a question on how to develop these frames in this manner. Tell us about the price range. Price range, again, our bikes will hit the market, and they are currently being sold right now. We're, past, we're signing up IBDs daily, independent bike dealers daily, Fred. And these bikes are being sold for less than $2,000, $1,999 on a retail price point. Um, and for us, we could obviously ask, if you look at this bike, Fred, and you're riding this bike, you're going to ask the same question that a lot of IBDs, independent bike dealers, ask me out at the Beer Gear Show. Brian, this is a very inexpensive price point. Are we able, are you guys able to sustain this? And the answer is yes. Interesting. So that's the big advantage you have over the competition. And maybe you can comment on that. The, the competition is very intense in this field. And there are also uh, supply issues to contend with. So address those things. When we got into this, Fred, and it was kind of shocking to me because e-mobility is a burgeoning um, category, but we counted over 200 brands in this space, in the e-bikes brands, uh, Fred, in the United States since we launched. Over 200. And 90% of those brands are manufacturing their bikes in Southeast Asia. They're importing these bikes from those Chinese factories into the United States, paying these exorbitant tariffs, these duties on this product, on this, we call the complete build unit, Fred. And we decided that Blaupunk, because we have manufacturing facilities near shore in South America, for example, where we do a very robust business in manufacturing our car multimedia, car audio, we decided to, to put a factory of our e-bike category in this South American factory. In doing that, in having the best-in-class products already sorted, already sourced, brought in on a kit basis, we're able to final manufacture, finish manufacture this e-bike in our South American factory, bring this product into our distribution centers in the United States at a 25 to 27% tariff tax-free advantage. And again, 
if you're talking about a 25% tariff on a $1,000 FOB value bike, that's $250, right? That becomes, that goes directly into that affordability part of our plan. And it's, it's not an arbitrage opportunity for us. I'd like to be able to say, we're going to take $250 and put it in our pocket, Fred. We've decided to pass that near shore manufacturing savings onto the dealer and therefore onto the consumer. And that's how we today are competing against a lot of brands manufacturing in the China or the Southeast Asian markets. So what do you have on the market uh, coming to market that, that uh, consumers can take a look at? They can take a look at our website, www.blaupunk.com, Fred, and they'll see three bikes. They'll see a CNA model, Siete model, and a Henry model. These are names we came up with out of our German uh, category group. And it's essentially the exact same bike, Fred, but you get the option of picking three different colors. I call one the Porsche Gray. Uh, we have a bright orange and we have a dark blue color. So those three models per color are currently listed on our website. Um, spec for spec spread, it's exactly the same. There's no difference in the bike. Not all folding bikes are that easy for consumers to fold. <laughs> Tell us what you've done here to, to make the consumer experience uh, good. Exactly, especially when we're talking about, for example, my wife who does a lot of uh, cycling in the Charlotte area. And one of the problems or complaints she had is that they're very heavy to fold up a, a class two bike. It's very heavy, almost 70 pounds. This goes back to our frame design. With that frame design, we basically take a single mold. We, we, we cut the frame in half. We put on our battery technology goes inside the frame. We put the locking system when you fold the bike on a magnetic basis, so the magnet, the magnets on the back of the two tires connect the frame together when it's folded so it doesn't flop around on you, Fred. You pick that bike up, that bike is going to weigh less than 37 pounds. So you can secure the bike in a folding position, putting the handlebar down, putting the seat post down, folding and unlocking the frame so it folds up, magnets lock it, 37 pounds of the lift up and put it in the back of your car, or your apartment, or, or your storage facility makes it very easy, very user-friendly, unlike a lot of the market bikes that are out there. Of course, there, there are variables uh, like terrain and the weight of the rider, but what is the typical range and the speed of these bikes? So our bikes, Fred, good question. Our bikes are a urban bike. We are a commuter bike. We are a city bike. Um, it's a 20-inch tire. Um, the range on one battery charge is up to 45 miles. Of course, that depends on if you're going all uphill, you're going to decrease that range uh, dramatically. But on an average uh, roadway or road system within a city, you're going to be able to get up to 45 miles on a single charge. The maximum power on this bike is up to 20 miles per hour. So we have a three-mode system on our e-bike display. Mode one will get you up to seven miles an hour. Mode two, up to 15. And then mode three is your fastest mode. Myself, when I ride our bikes, I keep it on mode two. It's pedal assist, allows you as you're going into an intersection, as you slow down and you want to continue, the pedal assist will get you back up to that speed that you left off. So it's really smooth in terms of being able to get around the city. And then, of course, I go back to the portability part. You get to where you want to go. You fold it up. I bring it into my restaurant. I'll bring it into my Starbucks, literally put it off to one side, order my coffee. When I leave, I pick up the seat post. The bike comes with me 37 pounds out the door. I unfold it and off I go. And when you say pedal assist, does that mean people do need to be uh, actively pedaling? 
So we have two ways, and this is the class two part of the U.S. certificate of the U.S. Uh, parameters. Unlike Germany, here in the United States, we have both throttle we can utilize, which is on the handlebar, and we have pedal assist in order to activate the controller so that the gear in the motor activates. Um, you can you can do both. Myself, I use pedal assist. The throttle is it sort of defeats the purpose, I think, Fred, because for a lot of people that look at e-bikes, they think, ah, it's a scooter. It's not a scooter. It's a bike. You can you can actually get some exercise. Your heart rate's going up. Uh, the throttle for me is it's a feature because it's part of the class two classification. But in Europe, all of our bikes are just pedal assist. And uh, that's that's beneficial to everyone. But it, one of the big categories, from what I understand, are older adults looking for maybe a little extra help. When they're, when they're riding, they want to be back on a bike. So it's interesting you bring up that demographic, the older adults, guys like you and I, uh, we recognize the fact that being outdoor, especially after this pandemic, is it's fun and it's uh, gas prices, et cetera. If you're in an area where you can jump on a bike conveniently and you can get to your place of work or you can get to your friend's house, people are electing to go e-mobility, e-bikes and e-bikes plays a big role in that because it's safer than a scooter. Um, you see these scooters scattered everywhere, Fred, in every metropolitan area, every city. They're, they're dangerous. You know, they they can be, if they're not used correctly, you don't see somebody on a scooter, but on a bike, you see somebody. It's bigger, you have that ability. You should be wearing a helmet, of course. Um, and that's where our brand really resonates, Fred, because the Blaupunk brand, my daughters, for example, they don't know who Blaupunk is. Uh, they're too young to remember Blaupunk being that iconic brand, but people who see the Blaupunk brand on an e-bike in a bike shop, they're going to, and my hope and my guess is that they're going to gravitate towards a brand they know, give us a shot and uh, try us out. Um, so that also speaks well. Our demographic is that older rider, is that commuter who wants to get out, head to the grocery store, head to their office. That's who we're really targeting, which is why we're focused on that foldable um, bike option and not a mainframe option. Congratulations, uh, Brian, on the innovations there. And tell us again where people can go for more information. Fred, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. If you're interested, and I hope you are, in taking a look at the Blaupunk e-bike, please visit us at www.blaupunk.com. www.blaupunk.com. Brian Tedesco, thank you so much for spending time with us. Fred, pleasure was mine. Thanks, thanks for the invite.